0: welcome to the artist work ethic podcast i'm mike pelak i'm a screenwriter and filmmaker who's always looking to maximize my time and potential as i work to break in in this podcast i talk to artists of all kinds who have seen success in their fields about their process habits and work ethic today on the show is spencer hutchins Spencer is a camera operator and cinematographer based in Atlanta, Georgia. He's worked on a ton of TV shows and films, a uh, few of which are 911, Star, Stand Against Evil, Respect, and Joe Dirt 2. And he's also got a cinematography podcast called Protecting the Frame. A couple quick things before we jump into the episode. I've talked in the past about myself working on breaking into screenwriting please check out blackoilfilms.com slash screenwriting. There you can check out some of the screenplays I've written. I have the first 10 pages of each one uploaded, but feel free to email me at theartistsworkethicpodcast at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to send you a full script if you're interested in reading. The script I want to highlight today is a featured drama called Stay What You Are. Stay What You Are is about a workaholic, former punk rocker, who desperately attempts to relive his rock and roll glory days through his daughter's 10th birthday party while his marriage and career hang in the balance. Last thing before we get into the episode, I would love anyone listening to subscribe, rate, and review the Artist's Work Ethic podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us put the show out there for more people to listen to. All right, Spencer, thank you for coming on with me today. Hey,
1: yeah, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it.
0: So, looking at your IMDb, you definitely work a lot, and I see a pretty clear progression from camera assistant to camera operator, and it looks like you're starting to get some, you know, DP or cinematographer credits. In addition to that, you've got a podcast called Protecting the Frame. Where are you finding that drive and creativity?
1: That's a great question. <laughs> um, it it began, you know, as a kid. So it's a very similar story to everyone else. You know, I saw my dad playing with the camera for the for the church we grew up in, and you know, found an interest in that. And uh, I think um, I don't know. I certainly didn't know what I was doing at, at the time, or, or or why I enjoyed it so much. But um, but nowadays, I think what continues to I guess bring me back or continue to do the the work in, in general is is this idea that you're taking something that's so technical. And you're you're applying it to something that's that's not and, and to be uh, in in a perfect situation. Every show is different, of course, but in a perfect situation, you're you're kind of that liaison between you know how do we achieve this you know em- emotional um, scene and help kind of tell that that um, the story through the lens. So it's it's that um, continual pursuit that I guess for me is is uh, is interesting enough to keep coming back to it.
0: So. Do you think your work ethic comes from, you know, something in how you were raised or has something else in your life, you know, fostered that and propelled you forward?
1: What first comes to mind are examples of work ethic that I grew up with. I think my immediate answer, it would, would be something that I was taught or I was able to at least experience through, uh, uh, you know, certainly my father, um, you know, my mother as well, even my older brother, I saw many things that they were able to accomplish through, you know, doing work. We, we were not kids that didn't do work on the weekends with, with dad. Um, he had plenty of businesses going on that we, we were required to be a part of, uh, obviously. Um, so I, I think a lot of that was was being thrown into not only, not only seeing it being done, but kind of being forced to, to see how it is done in that you would do, you know, work and get paid for it, or you would do work and see, see some kind of fruits of that labor, uh, down the road. So I think at some point that, you know, that led into sports. Um, I played a lot of basketball, did, did a lot of team sports. I think that's, you know, a great example, um, for kids to, to say, Hey, look, you know, all this work you're putting into now, you, now here's the tournament. This is, this is the, the, the fruit of the labor, you know? So I think, um, it, it seems it seems as if it would be more more examples that I've seen.
0: A recurring theme on this podcast has been that people who have found success in their art have done things to set themselves apart from their peers, you know, or or, or to add value. You know, how mm. what what sort of thing do you think that you've done, you know, to set yourself apart and and get hired for the job and move up that ladder.
1: Yeah, c- certainly as a camera assistant, I, I remember being very intentional about alleviating, maybe not responsibilities, but uh, tasks from, from immediate bosses and, and bosses, um, a- assuming that alleviation was, was welcomed, of course. Um, there's certainly people who want to keep all the, you know, the hands on everything, which, which I completely understand. But I had learned early on that if I can, if they can become more reliant on me, by be taking those responsibilities away and they know they don't, they no longer have to work, you know, worry about it and you know, do a good job on those tasks that, um, that you're, you're likely going to become an asset to them and be hired more often.
0: Yeah. I mean, it definitely seems, I think that could apply to so many things is just yeah. making yourself invaluable, you know, and, and, your boss is wanting to keep you on and then wanting to bring you on to the next show they might be working on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows the secret to this. It's, you know, 90% of what we do or whatever number it is. It's, it's just being fun to be around. We, my business, you know, 10, 11, 12 plus hours uh, with these people every day. So just being a likable person is, is a huge part of it. But, but beyond that, obviously you're there to do a job. If you, if you're, fulfilling a position, but then also have these other skills, other other things that that bring more value to you as, as a product, in a, in a way, or a service in a way. If you can continue to build on that, I see no reason why people wouldn't hire you.
0: Aside from being on set when you are working on, on a show or a film, what are you doing kind of on a daily or weekly or monthly basis? To stay as proficient as possible in your craft and also in you know your business side of things
1: well for me you know i I'm, I'm a camera operator um, and and that's that's what I do all the time so it's and this isn't the case not all camera operators need to be fit by any means i mean there's plenty of shows where you rarely stand up you know, off of a dolly um, but, but that's that's an important part for me is is to to remain. Healthy and, and ready to um, do these you know hard handheld jobs or something. I found myself in those situations pretty often. So you know that's that's been something that's, um, that's it's also a mental a mental thing for me as well. You know, obviously watching movies is is great. I think I think it's a good habit to build. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> um, I'll watch you know my wife and I watch shows together, um, but in terms of like watching the new stuff that comes out, I'm really bad at it. Um, luckily, my my podcast and talking to these people who make the movies that are coming out, I, I get I get enough of that information.
0: Yeah, once um, you get
1: those couple of kids, it's it's kind of over. It, huh? It's it, I tell you what, man, I can tell you a lot about Encanto and and uh, all the <laughs> all the Disney movies coming out. But which, by the way, it is those are great movies. Talk about talking about movies that um that really can use that lens to tell a story or. There's overarching motifs that you that you hear or see, and even talking through that to about that stuff, like with my daughters, is is kind of a fun. It's it's a like you're you may not like you may know what's happening, but to, to having to explain it to a you know five year old is is a, is a learning experience for myself. So it's um sometimes on set, I feel like we're talking to five year olds. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a uh, it's a it's a helpful it's a helpful thing. But I, I think there's inspiration all around us in, in terms of just, just telling good story. I think you see that in podcasts. I think you, um, I listen to a lot of Bill Simmons. He's, he's a great storyteller. I think you see that. And, um, I'm a Christian. I think there's, there's a, there's a ton of that stuff in the Hebrew Bible. Um, maybe it's just my perspective trying, trying to look for it. Um, but yeah, I think that stuff's everywhere.
0: And how important has being a good collaborator been to the to what you've achieved so far.
1: I think it's huge. Um, not, not that it's something that I've achieved, but it's certainly something that I've been working on. Um, I think it's just like any good relationship, you know, you, you have to understand that, you know, you're going to have to, to, to take, you know, give and take. And not only that, as a camera operator, I think there's this, um, there, there are certainly those operators out there, or at least the, the idea of these operators of these, um, you know, alpha alpha guys that are calling the shots and telling the director what we're going to shoot, and that 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 does happen. And and I I, I seem to think that it's uh, kind of an old school thing that's on its way out. I think I think you have to understand that in the end, this isn't your movie. You're you're there for a reason, of course. Like you're you're valued, and there's a reason you're there. And so to to bring up things that that may not be taken. Uh, you know, ideas that might be taken, but, you know, those ideas, bringing them is still part of your job. So I think understanding that that it isn't your movie and that, you know, you do have people to answer to is, is an important part to remember when you're talking about the collaboration of, of a project, certainly at, at least as a camera operator.
0: And what in your work ethic do you think has gotten you to the point that you're at now? And what's that next step that you're trying to take? from your current position to what you want to be doing in, you know, one year, three years.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think for me and, and, and also in, in examples of others that I've seen do well, I think, I think a key part at least specifically to the film industry is that it's, it's a problem solving industry and and, and many industries are, it's a, like we go into location, rarely ever seeing it beforehand, at least I'm not, I'm not, always part of, of a uh, like technical scout of a location and, and you're there to solve problems. Um, and so that being the case, I think having a perspective of like an outlook of continually trying to find the solutions to the problems, No, you know, m- no matter how dire it looks. Um, I think that is a good aspect of, of finding how, how to kind of pursue th- forward with that stuff. And I see a lot of people that, that do well in this business do well at that one thing. Next, I mean, I um, I was on some some sort of a kind of fast track to, to becoming a cinematographer. I'd shot, uh, you know, many movies, a lot of second units on TV shows, and um, over the over the last year or two, I've I've questioned if that's the pursuit I want to go. So I've, um, which is great, um, because I, I really do enjoy my job as a camera operator. So um, the idea of potentially not moving to the next step of that and just kind of. Uh, being where I'm at, which is a job I really enjoy. I was able to pursue a uh, specialty in, in Steadicam, uh, which is something that I withheld from doing for years because I didn't think that I wanted to stay in this position. So, um, so it looks like that's kind of the foreseeable future.
0: Awesome. Anything that you want to plug before we go, if you want to talk about your podcast for a second?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you mentioned that and I appreciate that. It's, uh, yeah, it's protecting the frames cinematography podcast. We, um, do a lot of the stuff that, you know, you, you kinda of talked about, Mike. Um, just more specific to um, you know, the camera world in in the um, in the, the film world. Man, thank you for coming on with me today. I appreciate it, Mike.
0: Thank you so much for listening today. Please subscribe to the Artists Work Ethic Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, and please rate and review the show. Follow us on Instagram at the Artists Work Ethic and check out the